0: Well, good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, May twenty-six, and uh, thank you for joining us here on the Bible Reading Podcast play, uh, for Victory Point. And so, I need to fill you in a little bit on something that happened in between recordings. So, um, the Der men have a long legacy of we hear one or two words from a song and we start singing it. It's something my father did um, all growing up, and we used to give him a hard time. Then I started to do it. Um, I hear a word or phrase from a song and then I'd sing it. So if you were with us yesterday, we ended up talking about how God was bigger than anything. And in my, my brain, I'm thinking of VeggieTales. There's a song, God is bigger than the boogeyman. And so as soon as I stopped recording, I say, oh, I wanted to sing that. And Drew laughed and said, me too, was in my brain. He almost interrupted me to sing it. So as a father, I'm proud that that legacy has carried on. But anyways, um, so if you are VeggieTale fans, um, that, where where is God when I'm scared? I think the name of it is uh, one that might tie into what we talked about yesterday. So, it's anyways, a true classic. It's <laughs> a true, yeah, yeah, so so in, if ever you're in doubt, God is bigger than the boogeyman mm-hmm. or the monsters on TV. So, anyways, um, all right, well, well today um, we want to just talk a little bit about, or actually ask Drew to share a little bit about his. Church journey. Um, you heard a little bit about that from Amelia yesterday, um, so um, Drew would you just kind of share with us a little bit about your um, role, uh, well
1: however you tell us what you wanted yeah. to tell us because I gave you the setup before, so you take from there. Yeah, so um, so I came with you and the family to the Victory Point uh, about five years ago or so, give or take. Um, was here, you know, through the end of high school um, and then I went to school down in Kalamazoo at Western. Um and when I got there, um, I they had this big, like, at the orientation event, all these booths and tables for different, you know, student uh, organizations. And I was looking for a church that I could go and play drums at um, because that's something I've, you know, done since I was, like, 9 or 10. Um, and that's, you know, been a really consistent way that I've um, both served the church and also gotten my, my musical fill in um, back before I started to get other gigs. And, um, yeah, so my... My main motivation going to going to that, that um, organization fair was to try and find a place that I could play on Sundays and I could I could sort of scratch that itch, um, and I found um, a couple different booths. You know, some people that were like, "Yeah, well, you know, we want you to uh, be there for a little bit, and we'll see if we can maybe get you in." Um, then I found another church um, that was more you know willing and open and said like, "Yeah, we you know you can come and be a part of this community with us," um, and that was the H two O church. Um, which is that's kind of like a church plant all over some different uh, colleges throughout the, um, the Midwest area. Um, it's sort of based in Ann Arbor at this uh, church, New Life, and so I got involved um, in that community. And I, you know, I sat down and met with some of the leaders and the the worship director, um, and quickly I kind of got drawn in to, you know the rest of the things the church had to offer, um, and it was more of a you know, a comprehensive look rather than just me trying to, you know, play drums on Sunday. Um, but we, I got in um, and, you know, I started going going on Sundays. We meet um, in this building on campus um, and it was, a, it was a really good time. And I started to, to really grow in community with some of my peers, you know, other classmates um, or other, you know, students who are also new to campus. Um, and then also with, you know, some, some older people who, you know, live in Kalamazoo and they were interested in Um, helping plant this church and, um, and grow the roots, um, with college students. So, so I started to become involved, um, you know, all, all the while I'm playing on Sunday mornings, um, actually playing the cajon. Um, so not quite a full drum set, but, (laughs) but it was, it was all right. Um, and, you know, we, um, we took, you know, various trips, um, you know, we, as the church, um, you know, going spring break trips, um, down to the mountains in Tennessee, you know, places like that. Um, and these you know these experiences just helped me kind of grow into my faith as my own uh, my own person and kind of helped me take hold of that um, and realize like really what I was after and not just you know kind of like you were, I mean like I was talking about yesterday um, with the you know just a duty or something to do on Sundays um, but really growing in my faith with the Lord and kind of into the, stepping into that um, so then fast forward um, as I'm going through the end of my sophomore year um, Though the worship director, um, he asked me along with a few other students, Amelia was one of them, um, if we would be interested in learning how to lead worship on Sundays um, and to kind of uh, grow in that. Um, he would mentor us, um, and so I, I entered this sort of you know program. That's maybe a little bit too formal of a word. It was <laughs> we met in the the basement of the church chapel or the chapel on campus um, with a very out of tune piano, um, oh, yeah. and you know we we kind of learn from him, um, how, how to grow in that and how to, how to serve the church in that way. Um, and then, yeah, like I mentioned, um, in the earlier podcast, you know, within a couple months of, of doing that and learning pretty much right. As soon as we were all sort of ready to, to step into that role was when the pandemic hit. Um, and so then over the last you know year and a half or so, we've been kind of, you know, figuring out how to, how to proceed with that, um, and so we kind of helped, um, help the, the leaders of the church, um, figure out what's the best way to, to still gather in worship, um, and to still grow in that as a church, um, when we can't meet together. Um, so we ended up, um, like broadcasting over Zoom, like one person with a guitar, um, and a, a little tiny microphone set up. Um, we, we just met outside, there's an amphitheater on campus, um, that we would we would um, sort of set up everything and then project to the to the church, um, but socially distant. Um, we also recorded. We um, one of the, the worship leaders. He has a music room in his house, so we set up some mics and we got that all figured out. But we just um, have been kind of uh, welcoming the hurdles and kind of jumping mm. over them as oh. they come. Um, and maybe you know, maybe we trip on one and we <laughs> fall flat on our face, but we get right back up and we we try mm. to jump over the next one. So. It's just been a cool a cool journey to kind of grow in that so okay.
0: yeah cool thank you for sharing that and I like what you just said about jumping over
1: the hurdles as
0: they come I think we get worried about you know all these things are slowing us down we do we want to do and when you can embrace it and say yep it's coming we're gonna jump over it or if I fall down get back up um, exactly so it's it sounds like um, both of you just it was important for you to make a decision to when you got to college to seek out a way for you to grow, join the church family. So mm-hmm. um, so for those of you listening, who might be getting ready to go off to college in the fall, or maybe your parents have college students, um, hopefully what you heard from Drew and Amelia uh, the past couple of days will be uh, encouraging to you to, to seek out that faith community
1: when you go off to school. Uh, I would say for both of us, it also sounds like it wasn't something that we necessarily actively saw it at first, but God yeah. kind of jumped out uh, and grabbed yeah, us. For sure. um, yeah. So he tends to work in those ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for
0: sharing that. I think that the, a lot of what you shared is uh, be a blessing to those who are listening. And just as they hear your story, you being obedient to what God's calling you to do. All right. Well, today we're going to uh, read Romans eight twelve through 17. Uh, so, Drew, would you be willing to read that for us? Yeah.
1: Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. All right, thank you. So, Amelia, what what kind of jumped out to you there? What did you hear?
2: I I always just fixate on verse thirteen in this. Uh, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. I feel like it's a good summary of that particular passage. Um, and I just I have a lot of imagery when I think of this passage, um, particularly when I read it over this time preparing for this. Um, I just, I thought a lot about rivers and how every river has a source. Um, and depending on what the source is, if it's polluted or yeah. running dry, like the river's not gonna run. Um, but if we have our source, our personal river source be God, it will always flow and it'll always be clean. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I kept thinking of as I was reading this passage. Um,
0: I like the imagery of just kind of the river and what's at the source that's going to dictate what the river is. And yeah. so what is our river source? The source mm-hmm. of our river in our life. So thank
1: you for that. Drew, what, what about you? Yeah. I mean, also, you know, verse 13 through kind of 15, um, like you, you see, yeah, life according to the flesh is going to bring death and it's going to bring slavery to fear. Um, but life according to the spirit is bringing adoption to sonship. Um, so kind of what I see from that is, you know, even if, at first, living for Christ can seem maybe overwhelming and overbearing. Um, maybe if you you know you get caught up in all the all the rules that are there to follow, um, you you know you read Leviticus and you faint maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. But but there's it seems like maybe there's so much, but really you know there's there's such a deep sense of life that you can find in that, um, mm-hmm. and like just the adoption the sonship um, is just such a, such a powerful like way to think about that. Yeah. Um, and I mean it's true that's what we you know we're co-heirs with Christ um, I every time I read that I, like I do a double take because it's like mm-hmm. me really yeah
2: um,
1: but but yeah that's if, if we live by the spirit that's what that's what we are brought into um, really being freed from fear and brought into true life yeah
0: when I was looking at the uh, kind of the footnotes and stuff here that um, that term sonship really in ancient Greek and Roman cultures um, referred to adopted sons and daughters but the idea that if i adopt you you have the same rights and privileges uh, inheritance as the biological son um and so this is saying that we're no longer slaves to fear but we are adopted uh, we are sons of god we are co-heirs we're brothers with jesus and what god gives jesus he gives us we have that same right to that um and uh so it goes back again to i think when we talked about isaiah how Isaiah felt so unworthy, um, and then there was that symbolic burning of his lips with a coal. But um, you know, what we're saying is, we we may be unworthy, but as soon as we're adopted, as soon as we become those sons um, and daughters, that we are worthy. We have the full access to God's love and His gifts and His grace. And so that's a uh, um, that was powerful to me as well. Reading that, so. yeah.
1: And even continuing that verse, um, if indeed we share in His sufferings, like I think that you know that's another picture of what we maybe don't want to do. Yeah. Um, but that that leads to being able to to share in His glory. Um, so you know, it's it's not saying that if you live by the Spirit, everything's going to be happy and sunshine yeah. and rainbows, mm-hmm. yes. um, as much as we want it to be. Um, but but just that true joy that comes from that that's going to you know carry you through those those tougher seasons. Um, mm-hmm yeah so that's that's a cool picture too yeah you anything that you want to add or
2: yeah i um i don't know i think just allowing ourselves to quote unquote be adopted by god it Mm -hmm. comes with not having to look over our shoulders all the time Mm -hmm. about like am i gonna be sustained for long enough um am i gonna really uh be confident in what i'm being uh and what I'm allowing to quote unquote fill my tank. Um, yeah. So it just, it just comes with that confidence of like I am a child of God, um, yeah. and i have taken care of. It, so
0: yeah, um, you know, the the uses the phrase Abba Father in here, and that's um, you know I've heard that being the, the same of saying Daddy. So Abba Daddy is the same thing. And um, I think about it's been a long, long time since Drew or any of your brothers or sisters have called me Daddy, which is probably. Okay, it might be a little awkward for, you know, almost 21 one you'll say, hey, daddy. (laughs) But um, there was a time um, when you guys did. And I think, uh, and I remember this with my own dad, that um, oftentimes when we were scared or young or afraid, we'd go to our daddy. Um, you know, I can remember times, you know, when you guys would crawl into bed with us at night, or, um, if there's a thunderstorm, um, mm-hmm. you know, just wanting to get be, in because that, the idea was my daddy can take care of anything. I'm safe mm-hmm. when I'm with my daddy. And at least I hope you felt that. <laughs> and if you didn't, don't admit enough. But, right. Um, and so we get that idea that we're not slaves to fear. We've been adopted. Um, we can call him daddy. And so when we go through those hard times that we've talked about really over the past couple of podcasts, um, we can rest easy knowing that our daddy is going to take care of us mm-hmm. and he's going to protect us. It will be hard at times. Like you were saying, there's that we will share in Christ's suffering, which I think is, you know, God's way of saying, look, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean life is going to be great. There will be troubles. There will be sufferings, but you get to share it in God's and in, in Jesus's glory with that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So
1: other thoughts as we kind of wrap up, um, yeah um i mean i just like how this passage gives us a picture of um, the holy spirit and how that branch of the trinity kind of um comes and serves us like i've you know i hear a couple times like reading books and seeing other things that it says that you know the spirit of god is closer to us now than when jesus was on earth Mm. with the disciples Mm. like i think oftentimes i think oh man if i i wish that you know i would have been there and around you know jesus Mm. as like a person um but then you know he's he's fully man and he can only be in one place at once. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you know I that's another thing I do a double take on. It's like, oh yeah, you know the spirit's here and he's with me, living in me. Yeah. Um, and that's you know that's closer than you know what the disciples had with you know Jesus in the flesh, um, yeah. which just boggles my mind. But that's yeah. you know that's what God has sent us. Um, you know we're led by the Spirit of God and we are the children of God. Um, and I just think that that's a cool picture. Yeah, good. Well, as a, a church
0: family, this summer we've been going this month we've been going through a sermon series called "So um, Summer Witness," and we've been learning about what it means to go out and be a witness. And we talked last time, well, when we recorded this last Sunday, about um, having a boldness. Um, and so I just see that um, some, through this passage and others that um, we can be bold um, and because we are co-heirs with Jesus. So mm-hmm. when we hear God saying back to Isaiah, who shall I send? Um, when we are opening for open to see where God can use us here now in May of 2021, um, because we're adopted sons, we are bold, we can be bold and go and, and bring the news um, to people. So as you go throughout your day, through your week, your month, your life, be bold. Know that you are a son of God. You have full rights and privileges of what that means to be an heir um, with Jesus. And rest easy that when um, life is hard, you don't have to fear because God is bigger than the boogeyman. <laughs> See, is that a good throwback? So, all right. All ties together. Yeah. So, all ties together. Um, all right. Well, With that, um, just uh, may you go uh, out in peace today. May the Lord protect you. May he shine upon you. May you feel his spirit living and breathing through you as you go about your day. Thank you for joining us today.